Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I'm Daft Prodigy, joined, as always, by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You're listening to Session 87, Fire and Fury. The cover of Night have inadvertently introduced their new allies to an old enemy. Signifier Strickland has heard the spirit's song and is ready to eliminate our heroes and their new friends. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape and music from Michael Gelfi Audio. Details are in the description. But now, let's see if we can't turn up the heat in here a little bit on Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to to Curse of the Crimson Crimson Throne. Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. So what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Uh, Nothing really, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Just kind of a low, low-fi <laughs> chill sesh. You know, just uh, you and yeah, me. Yeah, nothing just important out. happened at all. So last time I cursed the Crimson Throne, <laughs> uh, we fought some bullets who were trying yes. to fuck up our trial of the totem. Uh, well, they weren't trying to fuck it up. They, they were, were trying hunting. to fuck us up because yes. they were hunting us. Yes. Um, and um, you know. That didn't go well for them. Yes. We kicked their asses. Yep. Uh, a couple of our totems got destroyed, but right, I will say, we have a lot today. So I'm, I'm going to make this quite quick in the sum, summation. Yeah, they, but anyway, uh, we they, did they that. went to they went to fight you. They didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, you've passed the trial of the totem. Everybody is very happy. Turns out you only needed to have like one totem survive the entire thing. Uh, but then uh, and, and then uh, because you guys did such a great job. They went and they looked back into the past, and what did they find? Uh, they chanted a creepy song at us uh, about somebody or something that is locked away. Called Sarithteal. Sarithteal, that we need to find in order to uh, destroy the piece of Kazavan that is giving Queen Eliosa all of her uh, fucky magic powers. Yes. And upon uh, the Sun Shaman's finishing of that out from the shadows came Signifier Strickland. Yes. Being and very a bunch happy, of Red Mantis. Being very happy that you've delivered this information to him. That is where we're going to be picking up today. Right in the thick of it, actually, as Signifier Strickland has appeared in the sky above you, down to the south of you. Here is this nice little token. Mmm, little Order of the Pyre. Um... He has, like, a broken signifier mask that only covers, like, half his face, and the rest is, like, all burnt up and burned Gormany. Incredible. He's burnt Gorman. And let me see. Is everybody in initiative? No. No, no. Let's roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. (laughs) So, Strickland, 
so suddenly there was an explosion uh, across the camp as I believe six tents burst into flames. Uh-huh. Yes, six tents burst into flames. And Strickland then thanked you for basically delivering all of this information to him. Mm-hmm. And now things are on fire. Yay! There's lots of things on fire, things around me being on fire. Strickland has wasted his surprise round monologuing at you. Thank God. Uh, the others <laughs> use their surprise round to throw alchemist fire or at the things around you. And so the surprise round is done now. We were all very surprised. We were all very surprised. And now it is time for the going of the die. Yes. So Strickland is, let me make this perfectly clear to you. 60 feet in the air. Okay. He is up there. Okay. Uh, and from his position, 60 feet in the air, he is going to start attacking at you. Okay. Uh, he's going to be doing this in a rather mean way. Oh, yeah? Well, actually... First of all, uh, I'm going to roll a knowledge check <laughs> to find out something about your party mm. from all of the time that I have been watching. Ah. Wouldn't you know it? I'm an inquisitor. <laughs> and doing knowledge checks is something I'm quite good at. Yes. So, uh, with a 29... Okay. Uh, let's see what I can find out about your party. So the DC for finding something out about a creature is 10 plus their CR. You guys are level what? Our CR is like 80. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, you guys are what level? We're level 12. So CR of a, of a creature is, uh, that has class levels is generally their class minus one. So uh, that means that... Uh, in order to identify, I need to succeed on a DC 22 knowledge check. So, a couple class features I'd like to find out. Who among you has the worst will save? Um, okay. Hold on. Um. So. When she is not raging, Lenore has the worst will save. Are you raging? No. None of us even have our weapons out. We were surprised. Okay. You were completely surprised. Very surprised by all of this. Alright, in that case, Lenore! Yes. I'd like you to make me Wilson. Okay. I'm gonna roll this the dice roller, because my regular dice hate me. Oh, that's probably not enough. How's a 15 looking? Uh 15 will not be enough. Lenore, as Strickland finishes his monologue, he says. Now, all of you will stand here and watch as we eliminate the witnesses. Lenore, you are whole. Oh, Lenore is whole. Hold. You are hold. Hold. Uh, and uh, as that happens, uh, also, Lenore, as you are hold, uh-huh. you are going to be grabbed. By something. What is your CMD? Uh, 38. Okay, you are not grabbed by something. <laughs> uh, coming I think, up I to think you. Be, I think being immobilized lowers your CMD, though, doesn't it? 
I think it does. Let me, uh, let were me you not accounting for that? No, I, I, uh, let me see what it actually does. I think it's quite a lot. Yeah, hold on. My CMD is 19. Hey, you are going to be picked up. Uh, as Lenore, stiff as a board, is picked up by something that appears as it picks her up. It's a gargoyle. Oh, hey. It goes over and picks her up and tucks her under an arm. Uh, however, it can't do anything else because that was its full turn. <laughs> I just watched Lenore standing, just stock still, like being held under an arm like a like a mannequin of some sort. <laughs> right. All of these red mantis are no longer flying. So they fall to the ground. Thankfully, another fall. Ah. This one is actually, this one's actually going to be coming along to assist mm. with picking up and carrying uh, Lenore. So you technically have two creatures trying to grapple you, but one of them's just doing an aid another action. Losing initiative is so great. Yep. Uh, gosh, they all wanted to shift, didn't they? You rolled a natural 20 on two sets of enemies. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I did, didn't I? Wow, that's neat. Uh, I didn't even notice that. It just horses directly to the uh, uh, this one is going to actually be going after the sun shaman suddenly another gargoyle appears next to the sun shaman as it's going to attack at isn't that nice to reveal itself like uh, core as it pours him with its horns oh no this big old thing is going to come up to him and deal five points of damage to him oh wait i have a question yes did strickland cast hold person on lenore no it's hold monster it's hold monster okay okay are you not technically a person i'm an outsider interesting uh no you cast hold monster okay fucker (laughs) that fucker Anyway, um, another gargoyle. I have a lot of gargoyles. This one's gonna come up to. Uh, actually, let's go to Roach. But that is still not going to hit. Doesn't he have Uncanny Dodge? Oh, wait, he does have Uncanny I haven't even have it in my notes yet. Improved Uncanny Dodge. So, yes, very much so. So the gargoyle is going to try to attack at Trojan and fail horribly. However, that's not the only one that's going to go after him. This one is also going to go after him. You see another gargoyle here. It's going to also miss. Uh, and then this one is going to go for Chief Ready Klar. Oh, much. I'm rolling real bad. Uh, it's okay, me too. Rolling. <laughs> Like, we see uh, just the, the wonders of uh, our character sheets uh, as uh, these gargoyles all move into position. Uh, actually, let's, let's have these red mantis come along for the ride. Red mantis here uh, come along for the ride. Ones up here do drop, though. They seem to be interested in the attacking of civilians ah, as uh, they go forth and begin the attacking of civilians here. Uh, there are a lot of civilians around you. I have not bothered to put them on the map. Because uh, there's a lot of them. And they're like commoners. It, it, this might as well... This mi- they might as well be facing people with machine guns. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, for how much damage these guys are going to be doing. Uh, so, 
basically each round that these guys are up here, they are killing civilians. God. And they are closing in toward you. Uh, Ophelia. Uh, basically, uh, Gargoyles and Red Mantis Assassins have just descended on Flameford, and they are attacking. Uh, they are attacking uh, without prejudice. Uh, like, just everybody they see. Okay, well, um, although Ophelia... They're, take, they're taking Lenore. Okay, well, although although Ophelia can cast Fly, um, she's not going to do that right now because there are too many things on the ground attacking people. Uh, and, you know, if, if Strickland's up there casting spells, that can be uh, somebody else's problem. Um, so what Ophelia is actually going to do is she's going to try to uh, rescue Lenore. Okay. Um, so what Ophelia is going to do is she is going to um, move to the gargoyle that is holding Lenore. Uh, and while she moves, she's going to pull out her mithril dueling sword. Is that your lethal grace? It is. Yes. It is. Um, okay. Uh, and um, I'm going to try to move through its square. Mm, oh. Probably isn't going to do it. A 22. Sorry, a 27. 27. Yeah, that will, in fact, actually do it. Hey! Thank you, Ring of Strutting and Moving Through Another Person's Square. I did. (laughs) Um, Um, And so I will get. It's just barely, too. I will get uh, some D8s off on this fellow. Now, I do not get any human bane damage, but. Natural one. Ah, uh, uh, you as you as you go to attack with the gargoyle, and it just and your your uh, dueling sword just skids off of the stone body of this gargoyle, uh, not finding any purchase on it whatsoever. Okay, I do get another attack because uh, that was my swift action. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, here comes another attack. <laughs> okay, uh, that is a ooh, a thirty-two to hit. Uh, creep has an AC of 40 on this. No, that's going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to take 1d8 plus 14, getting hit with a dueling sword damage. I don't think human bane procs here against gargoyles. Surprisingly, they are not human gargoyles. <laughs> uh, 1d8 plus 14 damage. I am taking into consideration that you do have a human bane. Oh, come on! I'm really like ass! 15 points of damage. And now Ophelia is here uh, to annoy the shit out of the two gargoyles that are trying to carry Lenore away. Okay. Trinia, uh, seeing Ophelia be so fucking cool, is just going to be like... <laughs> Utterly miss. <laughs> is just going to be like, oh, come on, Ophelia. I know you can do it. Save Lenore. All of you, all of you are usually so good at stuff like this. Just... Do better! Do better than you're currently doing! You guys are going to gain the benefits of Inspire. Courage. Thank you, that's uh, so inspiring. Oh my god. Uh, let me make sure that I have it toggled on for her. Uh, do you guys want haste? You guys want haste? Yes. Is that a thing you want? Yes! Let's give you guys haste. Yay! Right. Uh, and you all feel spurred on by her words, both in courage and in alacrity. And you were like, I am going to move faster and try harder to win. Yes, especially Lenore. <laughs> um, 
Anybody within 30 feet of her who is attacking a target within 30 feet of her also gets an extra d6 of damage. Hey. Keep that in mind. Sound striker. Unia. Unia. You are surrounded by Red Mantis. Everything they've said about you is true. You brought the Red Mantis here. This is your fault, obviously. Obviously. That's uh, a logical way to think about the situation. Definitely. Unia is going to go up to Lenore, and they're going to reach out their hand, touch Lenore, sort of like um, where her, her head is like sticking out from underneath the gargoyle's arm, and cast freedom of movement on Lenore, who is now no longer hold. Or she, technically, she's hold, but it has no effect. You don't gain the, the penalties of paralysis. Okay, like, no. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, you're like, fine. If you, if you dispel freedom of movement, then I go back to being paralyzed. But, um, yes. yeah. Great, keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, let me make a spellcraft check to identify a spell. As... Wouldn't you know it? Inspect into spellcraft. Oh, and as Unia moves, they're going to pull out their falcata. Oh. Now, uh, erupting out of the chieftain's back. Oh no! You will see uh, a huge wound opening. Oh no! As some something invisible cuts <gasps> through his flesh. Oh shit! Uh, he's going to take quite a lot of. Damage. Oh no! Uh, also need him to. Oh so, no! Let's do that. He's a barbarian. That means that he's gonna have a lot of bonus on his fortitude save. All right, he he does pretty well actually. Okay. He got an 18 on die. Hey. Uh, which means he does not. Die. One of my allies finally rolled well. However, he's going to take a, a lot total of um, 34 points of health. And he is not looking good. No. In fact, with this strike, he is bloodied. Fuck. Uh, because he's kind of an old guy. Yeah. He's not. He's he's like middle aged barbarian. Yeah. He's at the bottom of initiative too. Uh huh. And uh, as this wound opens up, you see him just. Argh! Chief Reddy Claw, uh, sort of like bats at at nothingness, uh, with the claw on his hand, uh, and. He is unable to actually see what is doing the damage. Damien. Okay, Damien does not have see invisibility prep today. But he does have a familiar with him. Does have a familiar with him. Um, can we roll Majenko into initiative? Yes. All right. Uh, will he just act on Damien's initiative or? No, he gets his own initiative. Okay. Uh, do do You got a 15 on die. Go Majenko. It's your turn now. <laughs> yes. Uh, or no, actually, uh, yeah. Sorry, we just missed Majenko's turn. So, Majenko can act now. Okay. Uh, can I say Majenko... that he's waiting for Damien to tell him what to do. Yes. Can Majenko <laughs> see where the invisible attacker is? Uh, yes. Majenko sees that there is an attacker in this square. Okay. And to the immediate west of Chief Reddiclar. Okay. Uh, Majenko is going to sort of run some numbers and see this is a bad place to glitter dust from. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, instead, he's going to. In fact, um, let me let me give uh, Majenko a little bit of flavor as to what you see. Mm, yes. I don't know how much you actually see with the invisibility, um, but I, I want to give you this flavor, and I don't know if there's any other way that you're going to be able to. Yeah. So, what you see uh, is um, surrounding surrounding these folks. There are several gargoyles. 
and a couple of red mantis assassins. Mm-hmm. A couple of red mantis are flanking this guy, uh, and then there is another person in red mantis armor, invisible, behind him, mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know how much visual acuity you get from this. One of the things that you'll notice is the color of this red mantis armor seems a little lighter than the others. Mm. In fact, it's 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 skewing more toward pink. A lightish red. Than, uh, yeah, a lightish red mantis. <laughs> uh, it's skewing more towards lightish red than it is toward red. Uh, they, they all carry dual sabers. Uh, however, this one would have only attacked with one. Uh, now, uh, because I forgot to have these red mantis attack, they are now going to attack now that the chieftain is flanked, and they will be dealing sneak attack damage. Well, he's dead. Oh, yeah, he's fucking dead. Okay, so we're going to delay the red mantis' initiative count to now. Hitting him for 22 points of damage on the first attack. It does not hit. Because he has not raged yet. Uh, uncanny dodge, saving his life. The other is going to attack. This one, however, is not flanking. However, this one is going to hit him for another 10 points of damage. Uh, and things you never want to hear from the GM. <laughs> what was your constitution score? <laughs> Second attack. So he's not dead. That's good. That's good. Bad news is, on the second attack, the chieftain falls unconscious. Fuck. He uh, doesn't seem to be dead. He's still breathing. But he's. But you can see uh, from the punk from the wound in his back where he was stabbed, you can see blood sputtering out as he breathes. Shit. I believe there's one more red mantis that needs to act. They are going to move up to Trinia. No! And they're going to attack at Trinia. Trinia, no! They're going to miss. Missed by a country mile. There's 14 to hit Trinia. <laughs> uh, and then these red mantis on the north side are going to be focused on civilians. Fuck. Uh, they are basically cutting off the way out. And there now, are, Damien. There are so many of us. There are so many enemies and so few us. Oh, There's quite boy. a few of you. <laughs> There's a total of eight of you, aren't there? People well, that of seven, relative seven, seven now. Seven now, yes. Uh, there's like there's like fifteen enemies. Okay. <laughs> Damien. Okay. Damien uh, hears from Majenko that there's somebody in this square. Um is there mm, is there a way that I could use glitter dust that would only make like a five foot Explosion? No. no. Okay. No. You can do an air burst. <laughs> yeah, like that it only has the bottom of its uh, radius in that circle. I could. Yeah. I could. You could do that. I would like to do that. Uh, so Damien is going to spell combat. So you basically you do a glitter, glitter dust ten feet in the air over where Majenko is indicating uh, there is a person. Yes. That would only get the invisible person. Yes, I would like to do that. That is a DC 20 will save. They will probably make it. They do not make it. Oh, they're blinded. They are blinded. And then I think Damien is going to spend a full round attack attacking this blinded person. So swift action, charge up the hero deck, the plus two flaming, giving it a total of plus three. Uh, so let me just put that in here. Uh, and then I get an additional 1d6 on the first card I throw. Uh We've we've nerfed the fire damage a little bit from the uh, fire yeah. infused template. We, 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 after getting our ten d six, scorching ray. Our ten d six scorching ray. I was like, maybe maybe we should bring this back a little. Bring bit. Bring it back down a little bit. 
Should I rapid shot? They are blinded. Maybe they have blinded. Can I make a knowledge check on this individual who is currently sparkling here before mm-hmm. I start throwing cards at them? Uh, what would you like to know? Um, uh, what you know so far is that they were invisible and that they seem to have stabbed this man. Do I know anything about the uh, sort of combat abilities of high-level Red Mantis assassins? Oh, um, okay. Oh. I was really hoping that would be. Okay. <laughs> so... So, actually, I'm just going to rewind things a little bit because I got a new uh, arcana this level called Devoted Blade uh-huh. that lets me put holy uh, or Ooh. anarchic on my cards. So instead of doing a plus two flaming, I'm actually going to spend two arcane full points. And because my cards already have a plus one bonus on them, mm-hmm. I can just spend these two arcane pool points to put holy and flaming on my cards. Gotcha. Uh, so let me, uh, and um, so I don't actually think I'm gonna do a knowledge check on this lady. I don't think there's anything uh, I, could, I could learn. Uh, That's a free do- action. Okay. Um, so you're, not, you're not spending any action to do it. Okay, sure. Uh, and I think a knowledge local check then to see if I can remember anything interesting yeah. about high level Red uh, Mantis assassins. I'd say either knowledge local uh, or knowledge religion, whichever you prefer. Okay. Because uh, technically you're dealing with a cult. Knowledge local is better on my mods, so I'm gonna roll that. Okay. Oh. Knowledge religion. Now, if you also, if you do roll knowledge religion, this will specifically be things about being a red mantis assassin, not just general class features. Okay. Well, I didn't roll great. I think this die is gonna go into dice jail. Does a 22 get me anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> dice jail for you. Okay. Uh, so what I am going to do is I am going to. Uh, throw four cards at her. Um, I get a plus two bonus because it's holy and she's evil. Uh, <laughs> um, so those will be three attacks with a plus 19 to hit. So here comes card number one. Natural one. Oh, gosh. That's that's on on two, the two attacks I've made little, this round so far. Let me give you a, a little flavor yeah. uh, as, as this is happening. So as you throw your card, there is an empathic link between you and the deck, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as this, as you go to throw this card, there's something about holding holding this card that it feels distant. And so when you throw it, 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 it doesn't leave your hand correctly, and it kind of just goes like off at an odd angle and lands in the ground like five feet away from you. Zalara, are you okay? And you get this um, like feeling of shock. And like unfocused, shit. Like some, like like she's far away from you. Shit, 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 shit. Next card. Uh, mm. That is a thirty-five to hit. So shaking off that feeling and yeah. instead focusing she's on your like, own okay. ability. Okay, okay. Uh, who are you targeting? Damien takes a couple deep breaths and Targeting fires the invisible at, lady. At, yeah, at the glittery invisible lady. Gotcha. Um, make sure I have on the. Also, uh, the the red mantis uh, outfit that she has is uh, distinctly is distinctly curved, mm. in a feminine form, so that you can tell she's a lady. Pretty. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, you are definitely going to hit her. So I'm rolling. Uh, okay. Um, there's a bunch of things coming up here. Uh, so I'm rolling one d four plus eleven, getting hit with a card damage. Uh, so that's thirteen, getting hit with a card damage. Uh, plus 2d6 holy damage. So that's four holy damage. That wasn't great. Um, plus 
plus seven fire damage, uh, and then I gotta roll the um, sonic damage from Trini up performing. So, minus 20 right? Yeah, and then minus two points of sonic damage. <laughs> so that's one hit. Here comes my second attack at my highest base attack bonus from Rapid Shot. Nice. Uh, that is spicy. Yeah, just stack up those Fucking bonuses. Mm. What's your bonus? What's your, what's your hit? Does a 21 hit. Currently? Yes. Yes! <laughs> right now it does. Okay, so let's consolidate these a little bit. So we have 1d4 plus 11 getting hit with hard damage, plus 2d6 holy damage, plus 1d6 fire damage, uh, not an additional 1d6 fire damage, and then plus 1d6 sonic damage. Thank you, holy bonus. So that's 15 that's getting yeah. hit with a card damage, six holy damage, five fire damage, and five sonic damage. Nice. And we have one more card. This is my iterative. Uh, not looking great. That is, does a 19 hit. Currently? Yeah. Yes. <gasps> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, losing, <laughs> losing decks is, uh, is strong. I'm very happy she got blinded. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so in this circumstance, yes, she does get hit. Um, so that's another uh, pile of damage coming your way. That is oh boy, thirteen points hey, of getting hit with a card. You damage. ended up with the same net amount of damage. I did. Uh, so thirteen points of getting hit with a card damage. Nine points of holy damage. Six points of fire damage and nice. three points of sonic damage. Bringing the total damage Damien dealt to uh, Pink Lady here uh, this round up to 85. And Trojan eats what he kills. <gasps> is going to notice that now there is a sparkly lady attacking his dad. Tear the bitch apart. And so he is going to, as you've said, first, Going to rage. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to, as you said, tear the bitch apart. Trojan is going to attack at her with his plus one thundering earthbreaker. Yeah. He is going to hit her with a thirty-one. Oh. And uh, oh, he's, he is going to start raging, screaming at her as he sees her uh, and her associates knocking his father unconscious. Uh, and uh, as he does that, he's going to spend a swift action to gain the benefits of raging brutality. Yes! For the next, I believe, three rounds, yeah. he is going to add his constitution mod to his damage. Ah! Oh, sorry, no, sorry. He spends three rounds of blood rage, or of, of rage. Dealing a total of 32 points of damage on that first oh, hit. Oh, tasty! Yes. Did, did you add a plus six because uh, Trinia is performing? <gasps> I did not. Let's do that. Two more points of damage. Yeah! Alright. And let me see. Uh, then the, he, he ain't done. No. He's going to attack again at her uh, with a 19 to hit her, uh, which in this circumstance does hit. Yeah! Is, is he hasted as well? Uh, he is hasted. All right. I didn't have that calculated in. Uh, but either. Uh, because that means he's going to get an extra attack. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 28 points of damage to her on that one. 
Uh, and then... Uh, now, his third attack is definitely going to miss. Uh, ah. We got a 13 to hit on that. Uh, 14 with haste. However, uh, he does have hasted extra attack. Yes. Which he's going to use. Oh, and he has an offhand weapon, too. Oh! With a 36 to hit, he definitely hits her. <laughs> Dealing. Uh, I need to roll an extra 2d6. Uh, and as he goes to do another attack, mm. it will be a flash of light from her. And you'll see her look down and go, no, no. And 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 as this flash of light goes off, <gasps> she disappears. Oh, shit. She's gone. Oh, shit. Some uh, sort of contingency, probably. If you would like to, if you'd like to uh, spellcraft. I would love to. You can figure out what happened. Damien, the spellcraft, my sweet nerdy boy. 30. Yeah, so this is a contingency effect that just went off. And the contingency released a teleportation spell, which brought her back. Damn. To somewhere. And so she is gone. <laughs> no! Trojan seems very angry about this. Is going to re- is going to direct his final attacks at uh, the red mantis that is next to him. Fair. Uh, with his offhand weapon, is going to attack uh, Clark. Yeah. Thirty-two to hit the other red mantis Woo-hoo! assassin. Which holy fucking shit he does, and he does it. Uh, and let's add. Let's add it. Oh, right. Two extra points of damage to that, so 32 damage to this red mantis. Nice. Oh, yeah, we have one more attack with the Flar. Yeah! Uh, 27 to hit the red mantis, which is definitely going Fuck to hit. Fuck him up, Crojan! Uh, as basically, you just see Crojan enter into this, like, animalistic rage and just start utterly tearing these people apart. 28, 30, 6, 34 points of damage on that. Uh, and he has a bite attack. <laughs> uh, I don't believe the bite is going to Bite does not. So he, he just flies into this rage, cutting at her. She suddenly disappears, and then he just continues to direct his anger at the next red mantis within reach, which is the one to the east of him. Mm. Uh, and he hits them twice with the claw, this dragon skull knife on his offhand. Uh, and uh, now... He is done with his turn. That was really cool. Lenore. I've discovered something fun. Because I cast Freedom of Movement on Lenore, she is no longer grappled. She is no longer grappled. Uh, I think uh, she probably falls out of uh, the gargoyle's hands uh, when Unia casts Freedom of Movement on her. Uh, And so uh, as a move action, I'm going to stand up and pull out my... um, well, you, were, you never went prone. I never went prone. Yeah. Okay. So as a move action, so first Lenore is going to rage. Nice. So let's put on her blood rage. Oh, greater blood rage. That's right. Um, so she's very, very angry. Um, and yeah, so I think I need to spend my move action to pull out my fauxshard, uh, which means I only get one attack this round. Um, but as my uh, as the spell I'd like to cast when I go into my greater blood rage, uh, I'd like to cast long arm on myself mm-hmm. uh, to increase the donut of death. And she will be choked up on it as she pulls it out. 
and uh, Lenore is going to just take an attack at um, the gargoyle that Ophelia hit earlier. So that is a... She has a plus 23 to hit on... Oh, sorry. Plus 25 to hit on this right now. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. So, yeah. A a 40 hits. No. That's that's too high for the gargoyle. Uh, So that's a 15 on die. That actually threatens a crit. (gasps) So I would like to roll to confirm. Crit, 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 crit. You've got to be kidding me. Natural one to confirm. This is the third natural one I've rolled on attack. I don't think it's going to matter. I think you're going to knock it out anyway. Uh, That's, yeah. 1d10 plus 29 damage. Um, Maybe not. Plus, plus 1d6. Oh, sorry. 1d10 plus 31 damage. Plus 1d6. Plus 1d6. Sonic damage from Trinia. So that's uh, 35 points of Silver Sheen Foshard damage and 4 points of Sonic. As this gargoyle falls to the ground unconscious. And Lenore is just going to free action, turn around, and give Uni a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I moved. I attacked. Did I you bonus. move? I I moved. I I had to pull out my uh. Right. My, you had to draw your weapon. Yeah, I had yes. to draw my weapon. Um, I guess I could have like, nah, no, this is, I'm fine with where I am. So, the uh, sun shaman himself watches him as he holds his staff aloft, and he infuses himself with divine power, as uh, as as basically. Uh, from the fires around him, you see embers trail off, and from basically the tents uh, in this area, their fires pull in toward him as if he is like the center of an inferno. Uh, actually, uh, just for flavor, it's going to extinguish one of the one of the smaller fires. Oh, nice! Uh, as he as he basically draws in the power of this fire and uses it into himself. Oh, that's so cool! He's going to get divine power. Attack, sorry, plus three on attack and damage rolls. It is a luck bonus. He has unimpeachable honor. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what that's. So he casts divine power on himself, and that is going to be his turn. All right. Uh, actually, I'll have him five foot step back toward you guys mm. uh, to like avoid you know getting flanked immediately. Yes. And. Greater invisibility ticks down. She's, she's, she's still invisible wherever she is. <laughs> uh, haste is going to tick down for Strickland. Uh, haste is going to tick down for them. Chief Freddy Clark is unconscious. Uh, does he make a stabilized check? Oh, yes. I do need to make a stabilized check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He stabilized. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I got a seven on die, and I was You're like, like oh. But it's like, he has a huge con. Oh, no. <laughs> And so he is alive. However, uh, seeing the damage that this guy is doing, Strickland is going to, uh, you know, if it works, this is like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He's going to uh, cast uh, cast uh, Hold Monster. He's going to turn his attention to Crojan, who is oh. a much more significant threat mm-hmm. than he was thinking. Mm-hmm. And Crojan is going to make a full save. He does not beat it. No. So he was close. He was a lot closer now, though. Ah. Uh, but Crojan is suddenly held by this. Crojan is hold. 
Now I have bad news for Trojan. Uh-oh. He is surrounded by assassins. Uh-oh. Uh, and so first, Gargoyle is going to move into position, and they are going to attack it. Five foot, five foot step as they basically land and move over to his side. Actually, no. Let's just pick him up. No, I'm gonna pick up Crojan. <laughs> uh, this is gonna. This guy's gonna pick up Crojan, and fly up. It has a free action drop that he's holding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, that sounds like a good plan. He's going to fly sixty it's feet so up and to the south. He's up in the air. He's going to move. Let's see. Let's move over 35 feet. 60 foot. Oh, if that guy reaches down to pick up Crojan and then leaves, does Lenore get an attack of opportunity on him? I believe he did. Whoa. Also, uh, this is actually a situation in which Lenore's um, drawback over protective procs because I'm sorry, procs. Um, because she is more than 10 feet away from a dead or dying ally. Um, so I get a minus two uh, to this attack, that I, so I come plus 23 to hit. And I think I can actually, I would actually like to do um, pin down here. Okay. Um, so if the attack of opportunity hits, I deal no damage, but the guy can't move out of my threat mm, range. I see. Um, Very nice. So 1d20 plus 23. Oh! 41. Oh boy! Probably would have killed him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but now he, he just. So you pin him down. You pin him down. So, so basically you clip his wing and, uh, yep. he, and he is unable to uh, move from the spot. Uh, and. Right. Uh, uh, so. And there he remains. Uh, well, this one is going to be. The, so another of the gargoyles is going to be harassing the sun shaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to do a full round attack at him. Uh, Sun Shaman, notably, not a very good AC. Yeah. Uh, actually, better than you might expect. One of those is going to hit. Nine points of damage to the Sun Shaman. Only eight to hit on that. That's going to eight points of damage. And then we're going to do a four attack. And basically, this gargoyle starts just ferociously ripping at the Sun Shaman, uh, hitting him with a claw, biting into him, stabbing him with a horn, just going all out at this old man. Uh, and... This one is going to foreign attack at Lenore, because mm-hmm. Lenore seems to be a very big threat. Yep, my AC is 32. Miss, miss, miss. So this this gargoyle tries to similarly like do a foreign attack at you, but completely whiffs it. Uh, it's just chewing on my uh, my armor. And Lenore like pushes it away with one very uh, long then, arm. Seeing that its buddy was unable to grab Crojan, this other gargoyle is, is going to kind of soften him up a little bit. Mm. Uh, so uh, let me make Crojan paralyzed real quick. Wow. Crojan's AC is nothing to fucking sneeze at. Actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he does still hit. Mm. Uh, nine points of damage to Crojan. Eats what he kills. <gasps> does. He has damage reduction four. Wow! Yeah. That's super cool! So, in fact, uh, only deals five points of damage to him. Mm. Actually, I think previously I didn't include that, so let me give him back four hit points. Oh, yeah, okay, that's everybody. All right, Ophelia. Ophelia uh, is going to go uh, to start attacking these red mantises that are harassing Crojan. 
So we'll do an acrobatics check to avoid an attack of opportunity from the gargoyle that is nearby. Oh, God. A 43. <laughs> uh, so <Yeah. laughs> Ophelia will run. And um, she's going to uh, swift action uh, enter this Red Mantis's square to Crojan's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll try to make an acrobatics check to go through that square. Uh, that is a 41. And so we will deal our D8s on our attack here, provided I hit. Now, does Dueling Bane proc, or does, does I'm sorry, does Human Bane proc here? Uh, I'm taking it into consideration. Okie dokie. I will just roll an attack. That is a 27 to hit. Uh, okay, so that is 1d8 plus 14, getting hit with a stool. Give me your bane All right, plus 2d6 bane. That is 54 points of damage. Oh, and then an additional 1d6 because Trini is performing. Uh, so an additional one point of damage. How much damage do you deal to this guy? 55. Uh, okay, he's dead. Yeah! He's like dead dead. Yeah, so what happens is Ophelia... Uh, sprints uh, toward Crojan and uh, then flip, sort of like um, springboards off of Crojan's completely immobilized form. Washboard abs. Yeah, spring springboards off the washboard abs. Like uh, a tree. And um, just takes her dueling sword and slices the head off of this Red Mantis nice. assassin. She lands, like a, a nice like three-point superhero landing, blood dripping off of her sword, Oscar and she's going to standard action, attack the, um, the other Red Mantis who is here. Very nice. Oh, damn. I, I, I don't crit on an 18. That's with the rapier. Um, so I think that hits a 36. Uh, a 36 will hit. And then Human Bane procs or not? Yes. Okay. 32 points of damage. To the one to the north of you? Yes, that's what, to the one to the north of me. Uh, is that your turn? Yep, that's cool. it. Cool. Uh, all right, so Trinia, seeing all of this, is going to be thoroughly enamored with Ophelia. Yay! Just being like, being like, oh my god. Good job! Good job, Siren! You're, you're, doing, you're doing great! I love you! I love you too. <gasps> they said it. <gasps> they said it. Uh, she is going to attack at the Red Mantis Assassin in front of her face uh, three times. Yeah. Uh, and let me get, this is just for the iterative here. Yeah, trendy, yeah, trendy, yeah. Uh, that one is probably not. Uh, actually, it does. It does. Ah. Just squeaking by under the, under the radar here. Uh, uh, and... So, he deals 6, 5, 6, plus 3d6. Yeah. Oh, I do love this bard feat. I love it very much. 17 plus 20, 27 points. Ooh. So, no, 29 points of damage. Oh, fuck yeah. 29 points of damage to the Red Mantis Assassin. Uh, I'm just gonna continue just being like, all of you are doing a lot better. Congratulations. I'm, I'm so sorry. proud of all of you. I'm you're doing you. great. And you're still inspired by her uh, words. Unia. It's Unia's turn. Now, Unia. Unia knows that there is uh, 
a Strickland over here. Yes. You can see him with your eyes. Can. Unia would 60 feet in the air. Like to cast Burst of Radiance. Oh boy. On Strickland. What is it? It is a uh, DC 18 reflex save, which only affects the blinding effect. Does not nice. affect the damage that it deals. Ooh. That's going to be a fail. I got a five on die for that you one. You are blinded, sir. Blinded. Blinded for blinded 1d4 rounds. So let me roll 1d4 and see how many rounds you're blinded for. You are blinded for four rounds, and you oh take boy. 5d4 points of damage. Oh. <laughs> ones and fours, ones and fours. Come here and get your ones and fours. That is 11 points of, I think, just holy damage? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's good damage. Uh, and then Yunia is going to... I'll say. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't great damage. Uh, and then Yunia is going to move over to get closer to Crojan. They can't cast uh, Freedom of Movement again today, but they uh, can, you know, heal him if things start going sideways. Gotcha. <laughs> we are at... Uh, the lady oh. is gone. <laughs> Majenko. 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 Does Majenko see any other um, invisible things? No. Majenko's going to draw a potion of Cure Sirius. Move action. Move action. And then he's going to uh, fly over um, into the square with the, sh- the Sun Shaman. Okay. Uh, and can he use the Cure Sirius Wounds potion? No. no. As you move action, draw the potion, and then you and then you move action. Oh, okay. Um, he's not going to move then. He's just going to hold on. Um, next turn, would I be able to uh, have him move over and give the potion to Ready Clark? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so he's he, he's just holding it right now. He's flapping right. his little wings. Uh. However. Oh no. The Red Mantis assassin that is standing next to Chief Ready Clark is going to take stock of things. You see the head, the helmeted head moving around uh, quite methodically. Ophelia's got this bloody sword to to the Red Mantis assassin's neck. And then just takes, takes uh, one, of the, one of the sabers and, and is going to... Yeah, let's do that. Oh. He five foot steps away from Ophelia does to Ophelia- give himself the... Clarence. Ah, I don't have step up yet. Ah, and he is going to coup de grace. This is going to deal critical damage as he basically takes his swords uh, and crosses them over Chief Reddyclar's neck Mm -hmm. and cuts. Fuck. Severing his head from his body. God damn it. And then just looks and just takes up a fighting stance once again and looks at Ophelia. Fuck you! Right. This re- the, so the Red Mantis next to Trinia is also going to attack Trinia. Mm-hmm. Two attacks with each of its sabers. Total of four attacks at Trinia. Um, okay. Uh, I think on one of those, I would like, I would actually like to have Damien um, bring up Reflexive Barrier right now. Uh, as an immediate action. Gotcha. Uh, and that will give her an additional plus six to AC. Damn. None of them hit. Yeah. As as uh, 
as this red mantis goes into a series of cuts that are almost like a dance, really. Um, and then the red mantis assassins that you see at the north side, uh, they're going to actually start exuding a cloud of red mist. Uh, and then they are going to move in. Uh, closing... Yeah, closing around Lenore. Yeah. Oh, I would like to take some attacks of opportunity. Nice. Uh, How many I, you got? Okay. Um, well, I did one attack of opportunity on the gargoyle that was trying to take Trojan away. Okay. Um, so I get... Uh, how many attacks? I get two more this round. Gotcha. Uh, so, so, this would, so the one on the northwest of you will be the first to enter your threat. I range. would love to just wail on that guy. Gotcha. Also, I think overprotective goes away now that Reddy Clar's actually just dead. So let me roll with plus 25 to hit. 36. Okay. 36. Yeah, you're going to hit him. All right. 1d10. Plus 29, plus 1d6. No, 31, sorry. The Red Mantis Assassin takes 42 points of damage. All right. We'll get on uh, the next guy. Uh, the first to my left. Oh, critical threat. Rolling to nice. confirm. Nice. Critical threat. Critical threat. Does a 27 confirm? Yes. I rolled a two on die, but damn it, I still got it. Okay. That's the so, great thing about stacking up the bonuses. So um, a 2d10 plus... Th- uh, plus 62. Uh, and yeah. then uh, the 1d6. You may kill it. Oh, 73 points of damage. Not quite dead. Damn. I'm not quite dead yet. I'm not quite dead yet. Damien, it's now your turn. The Red Mantis are closing in around you guys. Strickland is back here. He's been blinded. Yes. He is 60 feet in the air. Mmm, that's a lot of... Uh, that's a lot of... Uh, penalties on my card throwing. Uh, my card... Uh, I don't think I can actually throw my cards that far. I think the maximum I can throw my cards is 60 feet, because it's a uh, two ranging commence uh, past the first. Um, I think isn't the maximum you can Five. throw... Oh! Well, uh, he, I think <laughs> I he's think, still... Think, or is it different for thrown weapons? Oh, I'm not range I'm not actually sure. Increment. So, so uh, uh, yeah, it's five range increments for wow. a thrown weapon. Okay. Well, Meaning whatever your range is times five. Okay. Well, I think that probably uh, it's not worth to throw at Strickland. I think he's he's almost at my max range right now. Um, do you want to fly? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. You can spell combat and fly. I do want to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, Damien is going to spell combat. He's going to cast fly on himself. Mm-hmm. Um... And then, wait, if I spell combat, I can't move, can I? No. Oh. So you I wouldn't could, actually... You could, you could fly and you could just standard action fly and then move if you want. Mm, want... There's a bunch of ways you could do this. I want to attack Strickland. <laughs> well, it's probably not going to work if you do that. <laughs> um... Yeah, even if you move directly underneath them mm-hmm. and throw them straight up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Like no. some sort of card fountain. <laughs> I don't know if that would necessarily work. No, probably not. Um so let's try this. So I am very fast right now. I can run seventy feet in a round. Um so what Damien would actually like to do 
is not do something stupid like go after Strickland while his friends are surrounded by enemies and and they're killing people. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you, I mean, like if you spell combat now mm-hmm. and like for instance throw cards now, yeah, at people that are close, yes, you can cast fly. And then next turn, you'll have fly yes. and the ability to throw cards. Yes, I think I would like to do that. Um, Damien will cast fly on himself for okay. usefulness later. Uh, <laughs> and we will spell combat, throw a fuck ton of cards at the red yes. mantises who are currently minus, exuding minus red mist. Time to attack. Okay, here comes card number one going at guy uh, who was the first that Lenore attacked. It was a 22 hit. Yes. That deals 29 points of damage to the Red Mountains to Lenore's Northwest. Okay, 29 points of damage. Nice. Not looking particularly good. Here comes another one. Um, well, we will do the uh, we'll do the hasted attack next because it's just got the same bonus. Does Holy give me any attack bonuses? No. Okay. It's only 2d6 on your damage. Okay, does the 19 hit him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> God. I am rolling like it's, it does. I'm just scraping the bottom of the barrel here in terms of attack rolls. Plus 11 plus 2d6 plus 1d6 plus 1d6. Rolling a lot of little damages. That is 24 points of damage to the Red Mantis Assassin. Okay. 24. Oh, sorry, 25 because it's a, a, a precise shot. Or point black shot. Sure. Red Mantis Assassin is dead. Yeah. It dissolves into mist. Yeah. It's gone. Um, we we'll will we'll move on to uh, the person, the first of the Red Mantises to Lenore's uh, northeast, the second one that she hit with her attacks of opportunity gotcha. as it came in. We are on our uh, rapid shot attack now. It's again plus a 16 to hit. <laughs> Saw it roll over the two there. Uh, 28. Uh, 28 to hit. Will definitely hit. Okay. I believe you will knock this one out no matter what. Because it is five hit points right now. 33 points of damage to that one. Okay. Yeah, that one is also incinerated. And then we and have... disappears. Oh, I found my gargoyle. Hey, hey. Wait, no, I knew, I knew of that one already. <laughs> Uh, and then Damien is going to uh, get the Red Mantis who coup de grace Chief Reddy Clark with his iterative. This is a plus 11 to hit. Natural oh, one for yeah. my fourth one Again, this combat. You get another pang of uh, negative emotion from the deck Fuck. and it throws your shot off. Zora! You, you gotta stay with me here. Trojan is going to make another will save because he's being held. However, he is going to fail. No. Still cold. Cold. Lenore. Oh. Lenore. Lenore has four attacks and she is feeling spicy. 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 Lenore is going to five foot step closer to the Sun Shaman. Bringing everyone into bringing, the Donut of Death. Yes, nearly everyone in the in the combat into the Donut of there's Death. There's one Red Mantis that's threatening Trinia that's outside, and then there's Trinia. Yep. Everyone else is in the Donut. And we're going to start the Murder Blender. Vroom! 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 
<laughs> so let's use our our higher bonus attacks on the red mantises. Uh, Lenore's really pissed about Chief Reddy Clark getting uh, yeah. coup crossed. So we're gonna try to kill this red mantis that uh, killed him first. So here we fucking go. With a plus 25 to hit, uh, Lenore begins swinging. Threatens a crit, rolling to confirm. <laughs> Does a 44 confirm? That's just too high. No. Um, <laughs> wh- okay. Which one are you targeting? Uh, the red mantis that killed Chief Reddy okay. Clark. Yes. Um, that one specifically. That one specifically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 2d10. Well, the other ones we're going to have to check. But uh, <laughs> Plus 62 down. He's uh, dead. 62. He's dead. Okay. Just let me roll it. He's dead. Just let me roll it. Plus 1d6. Plus 1d6. Yeah. Uh, he takes 83 points of damage. <laughs> I got two uh, nines! And the d6, and the d- Oh, wait, oh yes. sorry, you, you rolled that already. Yes, 80 points of damage from the Fauchard, and three points of sonic damage. He is, so even if he didn't activate his ability to turn into mist, he's goo. There's nothing <laughs> left of this guy as he gets caught in the blender. So Ophelia is pointing her sword at him and screaming, fuck you. And before she even gets a chance to finish saying the word you, he's he's been absolutely annihilated as Lenore's faux shard comes and just slices him somehow into multiple pieces, not just two, but many, okay. uh, as he explodes into pink mist. Uh, and you got more attacks still, don't you? I do. I have three additional attacks. Oh my god, there's three more of these fucking things. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so, I already five-foot-stepped this round, this unfortunately. This is why Lenore is wife material. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Lenore is going to attack the Red Mantis to her northeast with this next attack. We're just going to do the hasted attack first because it has the same modifier. It's easier for me to keep track of if I just count down all the modifiers. Uh, that threatens a crit. Rolling to confirm. Does a 39 confirm? 39 will confirm. Okay, here comes another. 2d10 <laughs> plus 62 oh plus 1d6. Oh my god! 76 points of damage. Okay. Is he still alive? He's still standing. He must make a DC 20 fortitude save or be staggered. Not a natural pointing out the board. Okay. Well, you know what? He's getting another attack coming at him now. (laughs) (laughs) With a plus 20 to hit. This is beautiful. (laughs) Aren't you still staggered either, even if you make the save? No, that's that's staggering critical. This is just more staggering strike from being... uh, Gotcha. Staggering critical also has a much higher DC. Um, This is just for free. It's like 10 plus your BAB, right? Yeah. Uh, So that is a 29 to hit. That will hit. And 1d10 plus 31 damage plus 1d6. That deals 38 points of damage. And now he, he dissolves into mist. Rest in pieces. And we have one, one more, more attack. attack. Uh, I think all the red mantis, oh wait, except for the one threatening Trinia, uh, all the red mantis on the ground are now dead. Uh, Lenore would like to... Except the one threatening Trinia. Yes. Lenore would like to um, attack one of these uh, gargoyles that has been gargoyles. that has been bothering Crojan. Let's go after the one uh, that nobody else can actually reach right now, um, which is the one to the south of Crojan, and we will attack that one. Does a twenty-two hit the gargoyle? 
a 22 will, in fact, hit the gargoyle. Yeah! 37 points of damage. Okay. Which gargoyle is this? Uh, the one to the south of Crojan. Gotcha. Because Unia can hit this other one if it tries to leap. Uh, is that your turn? I did. I, I five foot stepped. I full round attack. Uh, I do have. Should I swift action cast anything? Ooh, I would like to swift action uh, cast mirror image on myself uh, by spending. Uh, how many rounds of blood? Twelve. Question for you. I have a question for you. Can you fly? Can you cast fly? Lenore cannot cast fly. Okay. Um, Lenore would like to um, get. Uh, some mirror images up. Gotcha. Uh, by spending 12 rounds of blood rage. All right. Can't take them with you. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so how many? Unless you were to like go plus somewhere. Three caster levels. So 1d4 plus four. <gasps> Ooh. Did we see a max? We do. <gasps> max. Eight. Eight. Eight mirror mirror images. There are now nine Lenores on the field. Nine Lenores. Uh, go ahead. Give yourself a little indicator that says you have nine. Uh, or I guess eight images and then plus you. Now the Sun Shaman is going to very carefully. He's going to cast defensively real quick. He is going to uh, basically he kneels down uh, taking uh, Chief uh, Chief Reddy Claw's head and it's not like fully severed mm -hmm. because that would be much more than the amount of damage that the guy actually dealt. Mm -hmm. uh, and he just sort of push, pushes his head and holds him there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, holding his head in place, leans down and does like uh, and does a rescue breath, breath of life into him. And you watch as this this uh, as as like as fire surges around him and then channels into this this radiant energy that just you you can see the glow in his in his mouth as it mm. pushes into Reddy Clark's body. Well, that's cool. And we need to see if it's actually going to. Him, which I believe it will. As Chief Reddy Clark breathes a breath of life <gasps> into him, and you watch as the flesh knit back around Reddy Clark's neck, and he. coughs the fresh air and spits out blood as his eyes, like, weakly open, and the Sun Shaman says, Rest now. You are in no condition to fight. Chief Freddy Clar is going to just... Uh, Chief Freddy Clar is going to go... <laughs> spits. And uh, as he does so, you, ju you just see him go, No, not while my tribe is in danger. And he pushes himself to his feet. <gasps> and he's going to rage yeah! again. He's, he's using the old-fashioned... The good old-fashioned rage, which also comes with a death spiral. Yeah, well, you but know, he is I going to five-foot step over, and he is going to attack at the gargoyle next to him with his claw, his ready claw, yeah. one might say. Uh, and as he stabs into uh, gargoyle for twelve points of damage. Oh. Okay. Now, however, we are none too happy with the events that are unfolding below us. He is blinded. Oh, that is true. He is blinded. 
but it's not going to have any impact on this whatsoever. Check as uh, he is going to go. Well, this is unfortunate. You see, I had hoped that we would be able to clean this mess up nicely, but it does seem there will be a bit of a mess. Uh, for I thank you for your service. Hey, look, look, you see him like sort of looking toward the gargoyles, but your usefulness has run its course. Uh, and as he says that, he is going to uh, uh, hold up uh, a holy symbol of Asmodeus and, and turn it in his hand. Uh-oh. And as he does, rippling around you guys. Uh-oh. What is the radius on this? Uh, let me see. Oh. So he begins to create this circle. Uh, he, he turns the holy symbol in his. Sorry, not off for a second. Uh, I, I, I was misremembered. It is not a wall of fire. It is, in fact, nice. Oh. Uh, as, as he holds his holy symbol up, this holy symbol of Asmodeus, and begins to turn it in a circle. Mm. Uh, and three feet plus. As a hemisphere of ice. Like, uh, just basically, um, you ever, you ever seen, uh, you ever seen when, like, uh, like a, like a telescope, uh, mm-hmm. like a, like a, like, like a, a very large observatory telescope is opening, mm-hmm. uh, and basically have the panel sliding open. This basically sliding out of nowhere in a similar way. You just see this ice sheet just encircle all of you. Oh, um... Do I get so it looks like uh, I get refl- I get a reflex save if I'm adjacent to the wall, um, uh, which Ophelia would be adjacent to the uh, wall. You're adjacent to the wall when it's created. Yeah, you make may make a reflex save to disrupt it as it's being uh, uh, formed. I think Ophelia gets one and Trinia gets, gets one. Yes. Okay, Ophelia is making a reflex save. Don't roll a one. Your reflex save is good. <laughs> huh. Does a 36 succeed? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I think that disrupts the formation of the wall. It does. Yeah. It starts to form this, like, hemisphere of ice around you. Uh, and uh, as it does so, you crack it. And this, this basically, it starts probably around where Trinia is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if Trinia. Natural twenty from oh! Trinia. So Ophelia, Ophelia, and Trinia, as this as this begins to form, the two of you just take, just in tandem, just stab your weapons into the uh, into the hemisphere as it's forming, and this crystalline structure that's trying to envelop all of you shatters, uh, and and he goes, damn. <laughs> I get it. Get it, because I went to hell. Yeah, yeah, this is funny. It's good. And uh, the gargoyles, none too happy about what he just fucking did, mm-hmm. uh, are going to be like, you will remember that. Uh, and uh, they are still going to try to take Brogen. Uh The one to the south is going to grab Brogen. 
Mm-hmm. Can't resist. Mm-hmm. And is going to start trying to fly away. I would like to do a pin down. Sure. Uh, Show me. Underscore 25 plus 20. No! Ah! <laughs> Does a 38 hit? Yes. You did and not you take any. Once again, uh, managed Smack. to clip its wing and prevent it from doing anything. Uh, the gargoyle to the west of Crojan uh. is actually going to disengage from Crojan. Five foot step on the ground over to Lenore and is going to full round attack at Lenore. Trying to deal with her. I don't think they can hit you unless they do a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Not a single natural 20 among them. Uh, did any of them fall like four below so they start hitting mirror images? Ooh. That would be a 28. No. Okay. Not even that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. This one up at the top is going to attack at the Sun Shaman. And is, I believe, going to hit the Sun Shaman. Sun Shaman, not the best AC. Yeah. Uh, as one might expect from a venerable man. Yes. Uh, Sun Shaman is looking quite bad. He is bleeding profusely. Uh, he he is clinging to life as best he can, but he is an old man, <laughs> and he is taking quite a beating right now. Okay. And in fact, we're going to hammer that home no! by attacking him. Because we've already established it does not look like we have the ability to hit Lenore. So, we're going to attack the Sun Shaman. You bastards! Because we don't want him to bring people back from the dead. Uh, the Sun Shaman drops. Ah! Unconscious. You can see uh, Pojan's eyes positively look like they're bulging out of his head uh, with rage. Uh, Reddy Klar is barely clinging to life, and he lets out this, like, guttural yell. Uh, and Ophelia. I have a question. Um, if I can move up to a, a creature, um, can I do my run through square and attack thing? If you, st- if you have the movement to go through it, yes. Okay, well, this is a little confusing because I, I want to fly and hit Strickland. Okay. But I may be... So he's sixty feet away, mm-hmm. and I did the I did the math. He's sixty feet away and sixty feet up. You said, yeah. He's exactly well. According to this, he's ninety feet away from me, which is my fly speed with haste. So you don't have the movement to go through his space. So I, that would be a no. Okay. You have to get out on another side. Okay. Meaning you have to have the movement not only to get to them, five move, five points of movement, or actually I think ten feet of movement to go through them. Oh. And then five feet to get to the other side. Okay, okay. Uh, well, Ophelia is going to do her damnedest uh, to uh, get up in his face. Okay. Um, she will. So you standard, standard action, action fly. standard action fly. Um, move action, fly up to Strickland. Uh, so I can get right up next to him. Mm-hmm. Um, flying at full speed, and uh, next uh, next turn. <laughs> um, can I make like a like a stealth check to see if I can keep him from knowing exactly where I am? Um, he's currently blinded. Uh, yeah, yeah, he could. He's blinded. Flying makes a lot of noise, but uh, and moving quickly makes a lot of noise. But I haven't hit him yet, so yeah. stealth. 
Um, uh, that is a 33 stealth check. Keeping that in mind. Uh, so Trinia uh, oh shit, is going to uh, want to get rid of the Red Mantis assassin in her face. Makes sense. Uh, you could see how she might want to do that. She's going to be stabbing at the Red Mantis assassin while continuing to be very inspirational to all of you. <laughs> She's going to hit with every attack, oh, which is pretty cool. I'm so proud of her. Uh, three attacks total. Hey, uh, 30 points of damage. Hey. So she is she is getting quite good at this whole fighting thing. Mm, proud of her. Uh, and then the burst of radiance is going to kick down. Mm-hmm. Unia. Unia. Uh, Unia is going to five foot step mm-hmm. uh, away from the gargoyle that was uh, bothering Lenore mm-hmm. uh, to their west. Uh, and they are going to reach out to the Sun Shaman and they are going to cast Heal. Capital H Heal. Uh, that gets uh, many, many points of healing. I think 120 points of healing? Yes. Also gets rid of any ability damage, blinded, confused, dazed, dazzled, deafened, seized, exhausted, fatigued, feeble minded. Insanity, nauseated, poison, sickened, and stunned. Um, because they don't want the Sun Shaman to die. That makes sense. Heal is down. They hold out their holy symbol of Eridan. I know that this is probably awkward. Please just accept the healing. We can talk about the symbol of Eridan later. <laughs> later. Uh, and uh, being unconscious, he pays no mind to the fact that you're using a symbol of Eridan. However, Randy Clark's like, no, not Eridan, and he attacks you. Four round attack, you no! die. <laughs> you just made an enemy for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, how much does that heal him? 120 points. Ah, so full then. Yeah. He is at full HP now. I mean, I figured it would probably be just about enough. Yeah. Uh, All right. Majenko. Majenko. Um, would Majenko be able to fly over to Reddyclar without provoking an attack of opportunity from the gargoyles? Um, just go up and over. Yeah, okay. They're on the ground. Okay. Yeah, Majenko will go up and over uh, and flutter, flutter down... Majenko is going to use the Cure Serious Wounds potion that he's been holding on to, which I think heals 3d8 plus 5. Um, oh, you know, it's, it's cash flow. Uh, and we'll feed that to uh, Chief Reddyclar. Okay. Healing him 18 points of damage. And uh, he no longer seems quite so damaged as he was before. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you might say that he's over 0 HP now. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Actually, uh, this Red Mantis assassin is going to... Five foot step back. It's going to start swinging its blades in a swirling pattern Uh with traces of... with traces of red energy following behind them. Oh, no. Yeah. Going to attempt to kill Sam. She's going to pass with flying colors. Oh, thank God. She's a fucking bard. Thank God. <laughs> and she goes, Oh, that's a neat trick. <laughs> you should teach me that. 
<laughs> Except you're you're gonna die, so don't. <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. Uh, and the Grand Bench is gonna be like, fuck. I really thought that was gonna be more dramatic than it actually is. I thought it was gonna like instill a level of fear in you that would have made everybody rush to your side or something mm -hmm. like that. Nope. <laughs> Demian. Demian. Demian is going to. Do we want to give Lenore fly? I think Lenore should probably stay on the ground and take care of the creep for now. Mm -hmm. Damien is going to fly. Uh, I will make an acrobatics check to try and avoid an attack of opportunity from this one gargoyle as I pass by. Uh, does a 20. 20. I don't believe that. All right. Yeah, you are going to take an attack of opportunity. Okay. However, it's not going to hit you. All right. Uh, as I got a 16 to hit. Okay. So Damien is going... Damien is Gargoyle going... Gargoyle swipes at you as you go to fly away. It's like, wait, wait, that's my gimmick. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Damien is going to fly. He will fly within 20 feet of Strickland. And he will spell strike. Yes. Uh, I haven't used a swift action this turn, so I'm going to spend an arcane pull point. Give myself arcane accuracy. Which nice. gives me a plus eight to my attack rolls. Nice. And Damien is going to send an intensified shocking grasp in a card at Strickland. Turn off deadly aim. We'll turn off shot. Well, um, he is blinded right now, so his AC is quite bad. I will never underestimate the extent <laughs> to which I am able to miss okay. with a spell strike on shocking grasp. Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know. So we will throw one card. <laughs> this was a deadly impact. Let's put deadly impact. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> miss, 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 so this miss. is a plus 27 to yeah, it. Yeah, that wouldn't even uh, uh. miss with a natural one. <laughs> or rather, it would miss with a natural one. It would, But it wouldn't miss with a two. <laughs> All right. That is a 38. As I said, that will hit. <laughs> hit. All right. So uh, do I still get... I think I might be out of range of Trinia's 1d6 sonic damage now. You are. Yes. Okay. So we get 1d4 plus 11. Don't bother with the fire damage. Plus, okay. Uh, to fire. 2d6 holy damage. So you take 18 points of damage from the card and 10d6 intensified shock and grasp damage. Intensified shock and grasp. Ooh, 40 spicy. points of damage. Spicy. Oh, does he have spell? No, he does not have spell resistance. Nice. Very nice. Grudgeon eats what it kills. He's <gasps> going to save against the... Now, is the save at the beginning or end of your turn? End of your turn. End of your turn. Uh, as he is going to uh, suddenly break free of the hold... Uh, person effect on him. Uh, and as he does so, uh, he grabs his, uh, his, his, he, he tightens his grip on his Earthbreaker, moves back into a battle stance, holds out a hand to Lenore, as if sort of, uh, encouraging her to come forward. Alright. Uh, Lenore. Lenore. Lenore is gonna five foot step toward Grojan. He is going to use his attack of opportunity to throw you forward <laughs> at the gargoyle <laughs> as he goes go get them 
North breast. Oh, that's so cute. He just moved me out of range of two of oh, the other dogs. So you'd be like, wait, not that far. Wait a minute. Okay, so just here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> We're still in range of everybody. Yes. That's adorable. But as he, as he says, go get them. I'll rest. Okay. There are four gargoyles here. I have four attacks. I would like to attack all of the gargoyles. <laughs> nice. Uh, the one to your south is most damaged. Do I get a bonus because Crojan threw me? Sure. We'll give you the charge bonus for yeah! that. Plus two against that one. All right. 27 to hit. Critical threat. Rolling nice. to confirm. Yes, oh, yes. You confirm. That one turns into a little pile of pebbles. Nice. As it's destroyed. And what else you got? We are moving clockwise to get the one to Lenore's uh, northwest. Mm -hmm. It's sort uh -huh. of between you and Trinia. Yep. And um, we'll roll hit this one with a 25. Oh, does a 27 hit? 27 will hit. All right. 45 points of damage. Great. Uh, and that one is not looking particularly good. Well, hit him again. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll start ticking down the iteratives. This is a plus 20 to hit. 25. We'll do it. All right. Smack it again. 40 points of damage. And now he's dead. Okay. Uh, and moving around again, we'll get one of the gargoyles. Now, of the two that are up there, the one to the north of Reddyclar looks the worst. Okay, we'll attack the one to the north of Ruddyclaw and just try to clear some of these folks off of the field. This is a plus 15 to hit. Ah, uh, does not threaten a crit. Uh, that is a 14 on die for a 29 to hit, which will hit. I'll let you figure that one out, yeah. <laughs> and that takes 41 points of damage. And it falls unconscious. All right. As Lenore just continues... The blender. How we looking? All right. Well. Is that uh, it? Yep. Uh, I okay. I moved. Uh, ah, I yeah, that was the fourth attack. attack. Yes. The sun shaman. Sun shaman is going to five foot step away from the gargoyle that's threatening him, and then he's going to look at signifier. Ah. <gasps> And he's going to go, you, you don't get to run away <gasps> from this. Oh. And he is going to cast Dispel Magic, oh. targeting Strickland's ability to fly. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> as, as he watches, he uh, holds up a finger and dispels fly on Strickland. And Strickland is going to fall. <gasps> does Ophelia get an attack of opportunity? Yes. He's oh. leaving in a threatened space. Does does he count as being unaware of me? Uh, wait, perception check real quick. See if he noticed. He is not aware of where you are right now. <gasps> I get, I get, I get plus two to attack and damage and I get my D8 hidden strike. Put him from the sky. Okay. I am gonna be treating dispel uh, dispelling a fly effect as dealing um, as dealing like fall damage because it's not the spell ending naturally. It's the spell being completely destroyed. Mm -hmm. So uh, he is going to fall. 
uh, if you're okay with that. Yeah, Because yeah. if, if I'm doing it now against him, I'll also be doing it to you in the future. That's, yeah, that that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, it's a 24 hit? While blinded, just barely hits. Yes! <laughs> so, oh, my God. Okay. Does human bane proc on him? Does yes. He... Okay. That is 50 points of damage 50. on that attack of opportunity. Points of damage. And then he's going to fall for 66 fall damage. <laughs> he takes 24 points of fall damage. Oh, God. Okay, he's going to take down for all of the uh, guys who are no longer alive. <laughs> uh, Chief Freddy Klar. There is one gargoyle. It is looking at him. He can get 60 feet over um, to him, then. So, I mean, he, he, I mean, it looks like he's probably going to attack the gargoyle. Um, anything you'd like to communicate to Chief uh, Damien shouts, If Strickland gets the chance, he's going to teleport away. We need to stop that. All right. Chief Redicler goes, Then I suppose we're stopping that. And uh, with his hasted movement, he's going to run <laughs> over to Strickland. Uh, and he's going to try to stab at Strickland. Yeah! Blinded and prone at the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is also prone. I have bad news. Uh, I rolled a natural one on my attack roll. No! Freddy Clark goes over to stab him, but fails. No! Strickland. Blind. Prone. Going to open his mouth. The words. To leave this place. There's not anything I can do. Nope. Uh, he would have to cast defensively. He would have to cast defensively. Unless. If he realized that he were threatened, that he just fell and doesn't really know what's going on around him. Mm-hmm. And so he opens his mouth to cast the spell. But instead of getting the spell off, he is going to be stabbed in the chest <laughs> by an attack of opportunity as he provokes. Come on, you fucker! Die! Fucking die! Oof. Kill him. Oh, damn it. Oh, have him make that concentration check. Yep, kind of make a concentration check. That's the damage. No. Is, is there anything I can do to make it bad? Wait, did you do the 1d6 sonic damage? He's outside the range. No! Yeah, he's out, he's out of range. No! Uh, yeah. Fuck! I hate to say it, but Fuck. it's not it's not doing it. No! Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see if he makes a concentration check. No! It's... Roll bad. What is the concentration for damage? Dealt 11 damage. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Strickland is greater teleporting. Mm. That would make the DC for this. 28. We're all 25. No! Strickland is still here. <laughs> uh, the gargoyles. Uh, gargoyle is going to try to attack at Unia. Hello. Leo. Because uh, you are denying the gargoyle the opportunity to kill an old man. I am indeed. Uh, what's your AC? 25. Okay. Uh, four attacks 
at you, hits you with one for five points of damage. <laughs> Ophelia. Ophelia, tasting blood on the air. Now you can drop uh, if you want. Yes. And just use like five you don't have to pet yourself before. That sounds badass. Uh, Ophelia drops and uses just a little bit of fly to puff the air beneath her as she lands. Mm-hmm. She holds her her she holds her dueling sword to Strickland's throat. Mm-hmm. It's probably cliche of me to say this, but go to hell. Nice. Uh, and yeah, roll to attack. Thirty-eight to hit. Yeah. And uh, I think he's aware that I'm here, so I get D- I get my D fours. That deals fifty-three points of damage to Sena Fire Strickland. Nice. Fifty-three points of damage. Mm-hmm. Signifier Strickland is dead. How do you do it? I think Ophelia is thinking of the temple that he burned down, the people that he strung up. She thinks of him torturing Kester. Mm -hmm. She thinks of all of the times he's gloated and all of the pain that he's dealt. A simple death would do best. She slits his throat Mm -hmm. and then vertically, actually, from his throat down through the midline of his body to just tear him open, Mm -hmm. leaving his guts for the birds. Nice. And as you do so, uh, Trinia runs up to the remaining red mantis and is going to (laughs) going to like leap into the air dagger held high <laughs> and she's going to she's going to fasten her legs around his neck and just start stabbing at his back just ah! <gasps> oh, it's, it's not the attack that I but, uh, but she just stabs the shit out of this red man just killing him <laughs> <laughs> and you all kill the remaining gargoyle. <laughs> Unia turns to it. You can run if you want. It runs. Bye. And uh, as it's flying away, the sun shaman shoots it out of the air with a with a flame strike. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna let him run. <laughs> uh, and with that, Strickland is dead. Flameford. Uh, the fires smolder uh, on the tents, uh, being extinguished by the remaining villagers. There are quite a few dead, but you have defended the town. The sun shaman pulls himself up, uh, and he holds his hands out, and he watches. Uh, he, as basically, he holds his hands up, uh, and uh, after concentrating for a moment, rain starts to fall oh. on the town extinguishing any remaining fires uh, being careful not to like rain on the people mm-hmm. but just uh, enough to put out the fires and then he falls 
uh, onto a stump sinking in. I do not envy the task before you. I am regret that it came to this. Crojan stands there looking at Strickland. He looks at all of you. He goes, they knew. They knew we knew. That's why they're here. They blamed you, but they wouldn't be here if they didn't know. Whatever this is, this thing with the crown of fangs, Koja, eyes of flame, we were already involved. I shouldn't have blamed any of you. It's okay. Um, I think it's easy when things are... When you're in danger, when things are scary and complicated, it's easy to look at the people who are closest by because they're right there, you know? It's, it's easy to look at them and think they're the reason the problem's here. Yeah. It's a mistake that a lot of people have made. It's a mistake I've made. And uh, he holds out a hand for Lenore to shake it. And she'll shake his hand. Uh, and actually, he holds your hand up as as you do it. And he looks out toward the tribe. And he goes, This is Lenore Lassave. Valiant warrior of the cover of night. She saved my life. And all our lives. She is my Nalharest. And I will fight for her. If you need warriors, you have me and my burn riders. Thank you. I I can't begin to say how much that means to us. Yeah. How much it means to me. Now. And then the Sun Shaman just goes. Now there is the matter of Scarwall itself. The fortress of Kazavon. I can show you the way, but there is a greater challenge waiting for you there. When when Zalara was speaking, she said something about powerful undead tied to this Sarithiel. Sun Shaman goes, That I do not know much about. What I know I know where Kazavon's fortress was from the stories. But there is a problem. And uh, he's going to... Uh, as it, he goes over to a puddle that's forming in the rain. And uh, you watch as he as he uh, like stirs it with his staff. The water ripples. You see uh, an orc standing on a battlement mm-hmm. uh, at the end of some kind of causeway. Causeway that goes out into a crater lake in the center of some sort of volcanic caldera. Bridge, as it goes out into the caldera, fades off into wisping shadow. Um, Trinia, you painted something like this. She goes, yeah, the castle that's not there. Yeah, it's... She goes, Castle Scarwall, when... When Mandravis secured the fortress, he meant to hold it in the name of Lastwall, but orcs came, seeking to reclaim the place, hoping that the magic of Kazavan would never fall into the wrong hands again. 
Mandravis called out to his god and banished the entire fortress from the material plane. Oh. The only thing that remains now, and he looks at the at the window in the scrying, is the causeway and a single tower. Magic greater than any single god could banish. A star tower. Meant to contain the rough beast. Rover oh my god. god. But the rest of the castle is gone. And you see, there is a crater lake with nothing in it. There is a star tower here? Yes. Fashioned by Zankuthon himself. Oh shit. One of many meant to contain Rovagug. The rest of the castle, though, I I don't know how you could ever reach it. As I understand, he actually looks at Yunia. Eridan was... A master of abjuration. Yes. If he wanted something to be hidden, no one could find it. That's correct. I can tell you where this is, but cannot tell you how to get in. Uh, can I have Unia make, like, a knowledge religion check or something to see if they know mm-hmm. uh, anything special about uh, Eridan, Eridanite yeah. uh, abjuration? All right. Uh... Oh, they're, it's not great. We'll try. Or Lore Aridan, if you oh, want. Oh, yeah, let's roll Lore Aridan. Yeah, I think you're better at that, right? Yeah. Fifteen. <laughs> okay. Um, you don't know exactly what kind of magic would be involved in removing something, a building, from the material plane. Mm-hmm. Um, you've heard of, like, demiplanes and stuff like that, but you don't really know how that works. Mm-hmm. You do know, from much of your teachings, that Aridan in life was known as powerful abjurer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to weave magic into lots of items. Uh, he was able to do things like uh, hide his magic from other things in order to like deceive them, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the most powerful spells in existence is named after Aridan. Mm-hmm. It's called Aridan's Spellbane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that... That is a ninth level wizard spell. Uh, you technically didn't really roll high enough to get this, but I'm just going to give it to you because over the course of however long it takes you to research this, mm-hmm. uh, you would know this. Uh, so uh, the spell creates an area within which spells selected by you simply do not function. Oh, Select one spell per five caster levels at the time of casting. The spells uh, selected cannot be changed after the spell is cast. The spell otherwise functions like anti-magic field, except mm. its emanation only prevents the function of selected spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works for an hour per level and makes a 10-foot radius emanation. Uh, so you know that Aridin was known for things like this. Mm-hmm. Negating mm-hmm. magic. Creating places where where he was in control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, notably, you know, People anticipate that this sort of magic is how he was able to raise the star stone. Mm -hmm. He was able to do things that others thought impossible. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of the reasons why he was, why he ascended to godhood. Yeah. Why he was worshipped for this incredible control of magic. Mm -hmm. But you don't know exactly. But there is something that you do know. When you sought quench the fires at the temple of Aridan. Mm-hmm. You pulled forth more in that conjuration magic than just water. 
you pulled forth a shadowy reflection of the temple. Mm-hmm. You don't know how you did it. You don't know if you could even do it again, but it might be worth a shot. Mm. You might have access to whatever this state of non-existence is. Unia looks at their hands and little wisps of shadow mm-hmm. coalesce around their fingertips. They close their hands into fists. I think I may be able to get us there. Well, it is a long journey. And it is far from here. Far from everything you know. Mm. This is the part where he looks into the camera. And he goes, if there's anything you need to take care of, (laughs) you should probably do it. Before you go to Scarwall. <laughs> Wink! <laughs> well, I suppose we'll get our affairs in order. Mm-hmm. At this point, um, you're going through all of the loot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, uh, we didn't get the pink lady. You didn't get the Cinnabar. pink lady. She disappeared. She did. Off to somewhere. Uh, and also completely unrelated to this, let's go over the loot real quick. Yeah. Loot, uh, loot, 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 loot. Let me see. Signifier Strickland yeah. has a couple of things. Finally, finally. He's he's finally dead. Finally dead. You'll find on him a plus two mithril breastplate mm. with uh, the symbol of the order of the of the pyre emblazoned on the chest. Functions as a holy symbol for just casting spells if you need to. Too. If you are a worshiper of Hospitates. Yep. You'll find a plus one human bane mm. repeating heavy crossbow. Oh, shit. Inscribed on the stock is a name the Vindicator. <laughs> little drawing of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, you'll find a ring of protection plus one. All right. A cloak of resistance plus one. A wrist sheath, spring-loaded, uh, with a masterwork dagger in it. 20 screaming crossbow bolts. Uh, a empty potion vial <laughs> with some sort of yellow liquid in it. Hopefully uh, not piss. We'll make a... a- Craft alchemy check? Yep. You taste one of the pieces of hopefully not piss. It was a haste potion. Ah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then you will find uh, a you'll find a little sash mm. of velvet uh, that uh, is basically over over the uh, armor goes from uh, the shoulder to his waist. It has uh, patches on it. Uh, that the Hell Knights use for uh, measuring their achievements. There's yes. one for torturing children. Yep. Uh, you get your, uh, your, merit, tor- badges. your merit badges. <laughs> yes. This is your genocide merit badge. <laughs> your... This, is, this is your generalized oppression merit badge. Yep. This, this, one's, your... this one's for smacking prisoners. This one's for making a pact with a devil. Yep. That was a tough one to get sometimes. Uh, and uh, identification will identify that this is what we call a bane 
Baldrick. Oh, hey, uh, I should give that to Center. You should give it to Center. Fuck somebody you. in the party says. <laughs> oh yeah, we should give this to Center. Before we, as we get all of our affairs in order, we should give this to Center. Yeah, we should go find Center. Maybe she'll want to come with us. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, uh, <laughs> if the wearer is an Inquisitor, you treat uh, you're treated as five levels higher when using uh, Bane or Greater Bane abilities. If you're not an Inquisitor, you gain Bane as a fifth level Inquisitor, but must oh. first tune uh, a light or one-handed melee weapon to the Baldric by hanging it from the cloth for 24 hours. Oh, oh okay. It so can... uh, other people could get Bane. Mm-hmm. So we could give it to like Lenore until we until we find Center and can give it to her, obviously. It is a chest slot item. Uh, attuning a, a new weapon to the Baldric ends the attunement for the previous weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a lighter one-handed melee weapon, so Lenore wouldn't be able to. We give it to uh, Trinia, I guess. Or Ophelia, but she's already got a human vein. Okay. Eh, we'll, we'll give it to somebody. Uh, as the fires fade from Flameford, uh, and we conclude the events, the primary events of Book 4, <gasps> we're going to go on a little journey. Up through the clouds, over and uh, south, over the cliffs that break the Corvosan hinterlands from the Storval Plateau and mm-hmm. the Cinderlands, out past Citadel Vraid, through the Mind Spin Mountains. Oh. Into a land of darkness where clouds block the sun to a city where chains descend from the clouds, anchoring some powerful object to the material plane into a tower, a circular tower where a group of robed figures with scarification on their faces beneath their hoods stand around a woman dressed in spiked chain and so you know (laughs) while i wasn't able to you know let's say uh get the crown um i was able to find some people who uh i think will be vital in the containment of Kazavon and his remaining relics. And I am absolutely certain that if we can just get these people to help us, <laughs> that we can stop Kazavon from rising again. In conclusion, a white-haired man sitting uh, in an ornate chair holds up his hand. Lowry, he says in a soft voice. I appreciate the risk you have taken upon yourself in venturing into the realm of one who has roused Kazavan from his slumber. But a matter of this sensitivity may be beyond your discipline. And uh, as he says that, uh, a a uh, series of chains sort of sort of like sort of fade into existence next to him and beneath them 
the form of a woman uh, just fills out the chains quite oh. voluptuously. I might add. <laughs> and and you see and you see a like a hand with sharp nails uh, run across his chest oh my as goodness. a as a uh, chitin uh, comes into being next to him, and he runs a hand along her cheek, and you can see as he does so the spiked chains that frame her face cut his skin, and he puts the bleeding finger to his to his mouth. I think. If you are going to be entreating these people for aid, you will need the direct supervision of a shadow count. I will go with you. Oh my god. End of book four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Rin? Yes? Do I level up? I don't know. Let me go ahead and consult my leveling guide for the book of the game. For the book of the game. Let's see. What does it say about leveling in book four of Curse the Crimson Throne? I'm just going to, like, it's not my decision to make. (laughs) My hands are tied. My (laughs) My hands hands are are tied tied by past me who tied them. It says uh, the PCs should reach level 12 once they've completed most of the quests. And it says they should reach level 13 by the end of the chapter. (gasps) I think this is the end of the chapter. Yeah! Now, the reason why I'm hesitant is there's another mission, but you didn't get that mission yet, and you did everything else in the chapter. Mm-hmm. So you are level thirteen. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Uh, and ah, yes, you uh, in the coming days, you will get a message in the voice. Of Kapira de Bear. Oh. Return to Corvosa. An opportunity to strike our enemies has presented itself. The Mantis and Maidens will fall. <gasps> oh. Seek us in the Dead Warrens. Uh, who, who, who is Kapira de Bear? The uh, bi- the bishop yes. of uh, the archbishop of uh, sorry the the bishop of the Church of Phrasma. Yes, uh, I meant which of my characters receives the sending? Um, probably Ophelia. Ophelia. Uh, Ophelia will respond. Well, Damien can cast teleport now, so we will make our way back. As soon as possible. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Damien, like the next day uh, after the fight, Damien comes out. I figured it out. I figured it out. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can teleport us now. <laughs> okay. 
uh, and with that, uh, we will we'll, we'll pick up with that next, next time. On Curse, Curse of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. <laughs> oh, we need, we need new, uh, we need new intro music now. We do. <gasps> oh boy! Oh right. boy! To Have and to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukesher. The Pathfinder RPG and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio. See the description for a full track list. Sound effects were produced by Sirenscape. You can find more sound effects for your own tabletop games over at sirenscape.com. We are on Blue Sky at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Doc Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, to have and to roll.tumblr.com. We will be back again in two weeks as the cover of night return to Corvosa and delve once more into the Undercity, where Red Mantis assassins await them. I rolled a D zero instead of a D twenty by accident. <laughs> you know, do not hit with your D zero. With the zero that you rolled on your D zero, you do not hit. How big is a giant mantis? This is a completely irrelevant question that you don't need to worry about at all. Because I've been disappointed in the past by. The size of giant creatures. Yes. <laughs> a giant lizard. The size it is of a large. <laughs> yes, they are large. Great. I would argue that a medium-sized mantis is a giant mantis. They have thirty HP, unless I'm not accounting for something, which I probably am not. They're fiendish, though. Smite mm. good. Fiendish template. Yeah. Am I gonna remember that? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this episode in the past, and this is probably a blooper right now, if I forgot to smite anybody, here's your evidence that I was expecting that to happen. <laughs> so I will do my best to remind you to smite people. Thank you. <laughs> Percy. <laughs> Percy.
Percy. Well, <laughs> he's a baby. <laughs> he's going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>